Fantasy Football Podcast. Okay, welcome everybody to the show. It is episode 33, week 8 is mostly in the books. There's one game tonight that we have not seen yet, the Bucks and the Giants. Uh, looking forward to watching that after we record this. But uh, we're going to talk a, a couple of different topics here uh, with the boys. Beside me is Rob. How are you? I'm doing good. I, I don't know if I really want to watch the game tonight, but uh, I'll go with that. <laughs> oh, man. I was trying to be it's positive. Gonna be, it's going to be a disgusting train wreck. But Down there is Jordan. How are you, man? I'm doing good, man. I'm looking forward to the game tonight. I want to see how uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers – Offense handles the sneaky Giants defense. I I, I think their running their running uh, defense is is uh, sneakily sneakily quietly yeah, sure good yeah. It's either good or just it's so easy to throw on them. Nobody runs on them. Yeah, well, hopefully so it looks run. good. Or they but we'll find it. I guess everyone listening to this tomorrow will already know guys, the answer to that. Yeah. Um, how do you guys feel? Seeing as though we're talking about them. How are you feeling about Antonio Brown uh, coming into this team starting, is it next week or the week next after? Week, week nine or probably, 10? Probably week week nine. It's good. It's great timing. I mean, Godwin's out now, broke his hand. Like he's just, this season's been a disaster for that poor guy. Just, this is third injury. So uh, in comes uh, Antonio Brown. I think Tom Brady, he's shown he loves through into his old buddies. Like Gronk even yeah. starting to heat up. So I think as long as Brown can keep his, keep his nose clean, no pun intended, then, uh, you know, I think he's going to be good. Yeah, I, I think that with Brown, I, I've read that he's, like, staying at Brady's house. Like, no word of a lie. And it sounds creepy, but he's, like... <laughs> I don't know if I would trust that if I was Brady. Well, you know, he's, he maybe will... <laughs> he's maybe sneaking a couple uh, midnight snacks or whatever, but I think that... Uh, this combination is going to cut into huge. The Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, I have Miller. Like I think that uh, this Brown connection with Brady is legit, and I think that he's going to be a startable. Or is he? Does he become their number one wide receiver? No, 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 no. I think he's going to be like a nice, uh, a nice wide receiver two or three. Going out the rest of the season, I think that if if he's still on your waiver wires, you gotta or waiver wire, you gotta pick him up and definitely grab him if you do have him. I mean, if you can trade for like a someone that's huge, like a a big time wide receiver, like a Tyler Boyd or something like that, that you can maybe move him for that just because of name alone. I think he's gonna be good. I think he's gonna be uh, fantasy relevant. I don't think he's going to, once Godwin's back from his injury, I don't think he's going to cut into Godwin's work, really. I think it's going to be mostly Miller. He's going to be playing that because Miller's been kind of the outside deep ball guy that Brady's been airing it out to. And I think Brown will kind of take over that role more than anything. Evans has been not himself all season. He's been banged up. So, I mean, he's his value is what it is, I think. And I think when once Godwin's healthy, but they're saying it could be up to like four weeks now, depending on how the wound heals on his finger. But I think once he's back, he's the slot guy, so I think he'll be okay. But uh, Scotty Miller might be uh, irrelevant after this week. Yeah, but you see, you look at what Scotty Miller's done, and I think Antonio Brown is a way better wide receiver 
than, oh, than yeah, what yeah. Scotty Miller is. And I think that him and Brady already have this kind of chemistry that I think that he's going to be better than what Miller was in the past. So that maybe that's his floor. And I think he's going to, he's going to outdo that, what he's done already for. Do you think there's any chance that he's not good anymore? No way. No. I think I, I, I mean, they've. I'm assuming they've young. seen. I'm assuming they've seen him in some kind of capacity practice or walk through or run through or whatever to know that he's still got something. I mean, they signed him right on to the main squad. You look at a guy like Des Bryant, who's signed by the Ravens, and they signed him onto the practice squad um, to kind of see what he can do and give him some time. Whereas Brady, it seems like they want to. He's ready to go. They're going to plug him right in there, and he's. You know, this like is he, where he wanted to go. He said from yeah, the very beginning, I want to play with Tom Brady. If it's not Brady, exactly. Tom well, Brady he, or Bucks. He wanted that last year too, right? Like Yeah, and what did, what did he do Brady, though he when him. he played for the Pats? Like he caught like a touchdown, like he he he's he had a great he game. Just, yeah. He just got in trouble. Yeah. He just couldn't he just couldn't keep his nose clean. So that's going to be I think with Antonio Brown, that's going to be the whole thing. Can he behave and hopefully Brady can kind of keep him on the straight and narrow and and Arians, Arians I don't think puts up with any crap either. No, he's he he all but said that he's like if if Antonio and, Brown doesn't play by the rules he's he's out of here we'll cut him yeah so and he, he's got to be thinking too like this is his last chance exactly what I was gonna and say. Ho- hopefully How many he's more got enough he brain get? cells left to to try well to hopefully he's not like stupid enough to be like not caring because this is this best chance to like do something in the NFL and and win a Super Bowl mm-hmm. possibly too. yeah take um, some massive headshots though. Do you think the Bucs are one of the favorites to go to the Super Bowl now this year? The only reason I say yes is not because of their offense, but because of their defense. Absolutely. Their defense That's been the surprising is part. in, I, I think Pittsburgh defense is the only one that I would pick over them right now, is Tampa Bay's defense. They've built from like the sneaky gallops of the ocean into and to build like this great defense that you don't even talk about but it's there and they are holding teams down and it's giving their offense the opportunity to um get better so yeah anyone that's playing wayne gallman tonight i feel bad for them (laughs) (laughs) oh i'm sure he's being played a lot you have to running the way running backs i'm going down (laughs) exactly okay let's move on from uh the game that we haven't even watched yet. Um, just general thoughts from week eight, boys. I I want to put this out to you. Tell me if I'm crazy. It feels this year like more so than ever, it's a few guys scoring all the points every week. Like It's like huge, huge, and we'll maybe talk about Dalvin Cook later, but it's guys like that where it's like, if you don't have one of those huge scores on your team, then you are just, you're high and dry. Like this, this week, it felt like such a low scoring week, unless you had, you know, uh, a Patrick Mahomes or a Delvin Cook or a DK Metcalf or, you know, and it's, it feels like that is happening more and more this year. Yeah. And that's what's weird. Like today I was listening to different people talk about the week and how, oh man, it's such an awful week, awful week. And yet you look at, like you say, there's two or three of our teams in our main league that just lit it up and had like season weeks. Mm-hmm. So maybe it is, I don't know. It's, I I do think that this year, like having those big QBs makes such a difference when you 
Although, yeah, but he, it's crazy because everyone says don't draft a QB. And then it comes down to like Mahomes. Okay, yeah, he had a good week this week. Lamar Jackson hasn't been the same. You look at the rookies like Burrow, and you look at Herbert. Herbert. So you don't you don't have to. It's not the quarterbacks that are tilting things. It's more like the whole like if you look at the running backs, Dalvin Cook, Alvin Kamara, uh, Derrick Henry. Like those running backs who are continuing to be solid every single week, with the exception of Ezekiel Elliott, which has just been a total disappointment. Like where you're taking him, like man, you could have had. But that that plays into injuries, all right. Like I he, yeah, I think he was yeah, gonna have yeah. a solid season if Dak was in there, and maybe that's what it is. Is there's been so many big injuries every week. Yeah. That you know you're getting you get nailed with those like Galladay didn't even I don't think had a catch this yep. week. Um, you had George Kittle go out didn't score. So you have these big guys. So as you were kind of saying, George, it's having those players that week in and week out have been consistent that you can count on, like a Camara, like Cook, um, even other guys like Tyler Boyd's been awesome. Yep. Um, then you have your bigger guys like like uh, Ridley. Oh, Ridley, there's another guy that got, got hurt, hurt this week and yep. like kind of screws you for points. So. Those kill your week when you have those big guys. So if you can have the consistent dudes, and that's why it's nice some of those big quarterbacks have been consistent every week. Um, but it's just it's just been a tough year because of I think the injuries are just playing such a massive part week to week. Like how do you find a consistent player when you have one? Then you're then gold. You're hallelujah. winning every week. Yeah, hallelujah. It's it's all those those gems in the sand where you're like, okay, the even Keenan Allen was dropping. Keenan Allen was dropping huge. In how many how many wide receivers do you take over Keenan Allen right now? Like maybe three. Yeah, but I'm saying going into like, draft where the guys even Allen Robinson who has is like in the worst quarterback position ever, like throwing to him. But he's not completely screwing you every week. He's still, he's still one of those top guys, man. And another another guy like that who everyone was fading going into this year is Todd Gurley. Yeah, and he, everyone, every he, week like, he's not flashy. Yeah. The dude falls in, gets touchdowns, even when he doesn't want to get yeah. them. Like he's, I think he was, I think he was like <laughs> overall points, like cube or running back, running back four coming into this week. Yeah. Overall points. I mean, that's not taking buys into consideration, but he's been a running back one, and he's not getting hurt. He's out there every week, and all he does touchdowns. is get touchdowns. So you have, you have those. That's exactly. And I, I feel the same way with uh, Devonte Adams. Is if. There's another guy. Is he's the only true to me elite wide receiver that when you play him, you know he's going to produce. Even Andre Hopkins, you know, uh, you know what? I take that back. The only other guy is DK Metcalf. I think that DK yeah. Metcalf. Well, he had the one stink. He had the one stinker last week, but he's in general. Yeah, but he d- he did have the touchdown for 46 yards or whatever it was, but it was called yeah, back. Called back. So, so I I think that the wide receiver. So just on. Sorry, just just on that, like that—that's kind of what I was I was getting at with like the big games, like DK Metcalf. You think you should get it, but then one game it's all Tyler Lockett, and Tyler Lockett has that 30, 40 point game. You know what I mean? It it feels like and then it's Lockett always, right back this week to like four points. Or something. Yeah, it feels like in one game it's always one guy that's just getting everything, like Delvin Cook did this week. Wow, Delvin. But there Cook. is like you like you're saying, there is those guys like Devonte Adams when he's healthy. Like if he doesn't score at least one touchdown, it's an anomaly. Like that guy, you can guarantee is getting. But even if he doesn't baseline fifteen points, he, Hopkins same even thing. Even if he doesn't get a touchdown, 
Hopkins is getting like 12 catches for 80 yards. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, running back wise, with you're talking about Dalvin Cook, the only guy that I would put, and unfortunate for us in our main league, some guy owns Dalvin Cook and Derrick Henry. The two best running backs, when healthy, are the best. Like there's no one. I think it, I think Kamara's got to be up there too, but that's about it. I would take Kamara three. I would take. I hands down, if you put a uh, like Robert likes to say, a gun to my head, I would put Delvin Cook. No, I put Derrick Henry, Delvin Cook, Camara, and then Camara. Interesting, and then CMC when he's back. Yeah, maybe, but it's been hard to judge it, right? Because he hasn't yeah, been here. All okay, these, you're losing like, like, like eight weeks or seven weeks or whatever he's been out. Yeah, yeah. If, if you knew before the before we draft that he was going to oh miss CMC when he comes, weeks. Davis has faded away. That whole Carolina offense is kind of, kind of, um, you know. I think they, I think colors, they need right? McCaffrey back to get that spark going again. Get which going again. it sounds yeah. like he might play this upcoming Sunday, which would be good. It would be good. Unless you're playing. Yeah, both Carolina and Jacksonville, both who came out like wildfire to start the year, they're all kind of going back down to where we thought they'd So quickly, what do you think about Jacksonville's offense going forward? They're coming off the bye this week coming. The only... It sounds like Minshew's not going to play. They'd say Minshew's not even going to be rostered. Or not, sorry, not rostered, but he's not going to be... There's there's no They probably put him on the IR. I'd imagine he's got multiple breaks in his throwing thumb. Yeah. Like the thumb on his throwing hand. Like he's I'm curious to see if that's a good thing or a bad thing for guys like DJ Chark. It like can't, it can't be get any worse, right? I don't know. The only guy I would really trust is is Robinson on that offense, fantasy wise. There's nobody I don't want to trust Chark. Chenault, all the talk about him and he really hasn't done he doesn't get enough volume to do to do anything. Yeah. So besides Robinson, I don't think you're really touching that team fantasy wise. Yeah, I, I tend to agree. Mm, yeah. What about um? Any? Go ahead. Uh, I was just thinking about their uh, their their quarterback situation. You think that that it could it could tr- it ch- could change it at all, or are we all just out on everything like with Jack? I think I, I'd well, want to see it for a bit. I, ho- hope no for way the I'm best, gonna... right? But there's no way you're playing guys like. Chark and you're stapling those guys to your bench until you see what they do. All right. Any other things that stood out for you guys in week eight, or should we move on? Uh whims, maybe like with the with the punch oh, to that uh, hit. That was the craziest little okay. interaction. I, I've never seen anything like that where a guy just <laughs> takes a punch and just stands there, and then the second punch comes if, in. I'm if, like, if you plus it was a wimpy okay, punch. One thousand percent I agree. It was it was wrong. But if you look, if you rewind the tape and you watch the play before, dude came up to him and grabbed his mouthpiece and ripped it out. Oh, see, I didn't see that. So he was it him or was it Miller? He did it to Miller or something. No, and he came up like and did it to him. Oh, he and did? then the next time he went up, he ripped it out, and then I think he was going to give him a high five, and the dude didn't <laughs> understand. <laughs> But uh, and he high fived him right now. Oh yeah, like that. that. He got two games though. Gonna right? cost him. A, yeah, gonna cost. Him I know a big games, deal for sure. Whatever. I think he. <laughs> but he. That guy's. Uh, it was just a strange visual to like go up and punch a guy in a helmet. It was just. I, he very, didn't very really punch him. He kind of slapped him. <laughs> I mean, he is wearing a helmet. He's, those guys take big hits. Like suck it up. Whatever. Two game suspension though. I I thought he would have got more than that. To be honest. 
But another thing that kind of stuck out to me was kind of a, a big talking point in general on, on Twitter and that, and it kind of leads us in to, I think the next thing we're going to talk about with rookie running backs, mm-hmm. maybe yeah. I don't want to, I don't want to step on what you're Yeah, I'll be going next, there next, but, but go ahead. Just Taylor, like what has happened? Oh. What has happened with, with Taylor? Like, it's just, yeah. Let, well, let's just so. get into it. Yeah. I wanted to talk about the rookie running backs. Usually we have like one or two guys that really stand out. Uh, you know, Josh Jacobs last year, Ezekiel Elliott, Barkley, all these guys. Sanders last year. Yeah. Sanders. Perfect. Yeah. Um, are we going to have any of those this year? I mean, look at CEH, look at Jonathan Taylor. I guess, I guess Sam Akers. I am just so disappointed with the rookie running backs and you guys can take it from there. Like open discussion on what you think these guys are going to do. The only one that really seems to matter is the one nobody touched or drafted in real football or fantasy, James Robinson. Yeah. He he's okay. been a, he's been a stud. Yeah. Like he is a he's a legit running back yeah. one. He's used three down back and he hasn't faded. He's still getting it done. But besides that, yeah, all the hype I think, of these, yeah, I think these wide receiver running backs coming into the season, they've pretty much all been useless. I would say Antonio Gibson, I think, would be my number. Yeah, My number one. Maybe, yeah. Um, it was a redraft, and I could see the future, like, uh, um, you know. With the pedigree he has, I yeah, guess. Yeah, I, I think in, in that whole but... situation with Washington, he's getting, like, runs, getting catches. James Robinson, for sure. But I think Washington, maybe. Their division is, like, a lot easier. Like, uh, I think. Well, that's true. So, I th- so moving but, I forward, he'll get better. But you look at the pedigree and the hype that Ch. I know, but out of okay, okay, you go Dobbins. If Dobbins gets the starting job from now on, Dobbins looked good this week. He looked extremely. But they're not going to give it to him. It's so frustrating seeing Baltimore. One hundred and thirteen yards. He looked and he looks insane. He can do everything I really, that, against Pittsburgh. Yes. What are the I hope they just they just tell Ingram, you know what, buddy? Stay stay on the sidelines. Get get. 100% do whatever because that combo of Dobbins and Gus Edwards looked great. They just got to stick with that. Yeah. It, it was, it's it what was they perfect. did last they, they year with Ingram. Relevant. Yeah. What's that, right? It's kind of what they did last year, kind of. Yeah, with Ingram. You know, with Ingram as that uh, goal line back that Gus Edwards has taken over. Exactly. Now. And let and Dobbins. Okay, is, but the minute that Ingram a, comes back, you know that nothing's going to be the same. Screw it yeah, up. it is. Does that screw up Dobbins or just does he take over Gus Edwards' role, though? I think it just goes back to the same crap we've seen. Ingram, Ingram is, is going to be the starter. Like when Ingram's healthy, he's going to come back and, and do what he does. There's no way. There's no way. I don't know. After what happened last week, they I don't lost. know if that's going to be the case. They lost. And Dobbins. Yeah, against Pittsburgh. Yeah, I, I, they didn't lose because of their no, running backs. I agree. Though, dude. But Dobbins hasn't shown that he's pass protect. Like he doesn't. He's- you know who I'm worried about on that team more than Dobbins is uh, Hollywood Brown. <sighs> he's just disappeared. That whole passing game has disappeared. Yeah, it's not. It's now, not. I want to stay on point here. But. Yeah, it's not Hollywood Brown. I think Lamar Jackson is just proving that. Yeah, for sure. He's not like um, a pocket passer. Like they're getting to him, and and I think that it, it sucks to see such an awesome quarterback staying with staying with so, these running backs. Though, like who? Okay, last year, for example, you mentioned Miles Sanders. We think of him as a success as a rookie. He didn't really turn it on until the last half of the season. We're heading into that time now. Which one of these guys has the best shot of 
turning it on for the last half of the season and possibly just being a a uh, playoff stud for fantasy teams. If we're going to take out the guy, well, I think I agree with Jordan. I think Gibson is only going to keep on the going on the rise. Robinson's going to stay that steady guy. But if we're talking guys that are going to kind of come out of the woodwork now, I think Dobbins has shown he can do it with some work. Mm-hmm. And another guy, I still, I still believe at some point we're going to see Cam Akers. Maybe it's just oh man, thinking. that is awesome. I did, I did, that I did is awesome. Some, I, I believe at some point we're still going to see Cam Akers. All right, that's awesome. Do you believe with all of your heart? <laughs> <laughs> There's no I will not pick him up, however. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> For me, it's uh Taylor. I think the Indy D is so good. I think they're gonna rely upon the um pass or the run game a little bit more. I think Jonathan Taylor's gonna like he had a couple tough um matchups that I think that Jonathan Taylor's still gonna like I just I, I as as a Taylor owner, it was incredibly frustrating to have Naeem Hines catch a couple of touchdowns. I know, I know. Trey Burton runs a touchdown in. Jordan Wilkins is out there running the Wilkins, ball. It's like Wilkins looks this was really, really this was the game yeah. for Jonathan Taylor to have a big game. And it just it not only did he not have a big game, he disappeared. And and the worst was he was given a couple goal lines stuffed. They bring in Wilkins, he punches it in. Like when you see that, when you roster a running back that that happens to, it just I know that feeling, man. Your heart just you're just like, oh my god. Do you roster him? Do you start him? No, the thing it has come out that he has had a bit of an ankle. Oh really? Injury. Yes. So he's been. I wonder if he's been kind of trying to play through a bit of an ankle injury, and that mm. is why he's hasn't looked quite right. I, I, that's kind of the glass half possible. full side of it. Yeah. And if that is the case, then I would agree with you, Jordan, that if he can maybe get healthy, maybe they need to give him a week or two off if that's the, if that is the case. Get this guy healthy. I just think and with maybe that we'll see him explode line. down the stretch. And that offensive they should line be able and to. that defense. I know, but that's he's what got, they've been saying for I the know, whole season. But he's still a rookie. <laughs> he's had no preseason. He has nothing going. Like there is still it's only halfway through the season. So but then is can we believe in these guys at all? This yeah, year, but then? look at Dobbins. Is it, is like, it the be only next reason year? Dobbins had a chance this week is because Ingram was out and he lit it up. So I think Yeah, but Dobbins, every time he's got an opportunity, he has been awesome. Yep. Literally every Yeah, but look at his offense. Work, you awesome. have you have uh Lamar Jackson, you have uh Brown, you have uh you have well, we just talked about how good Indy's offensive line is. Like so they got to feed him. How's Wilkins coming? Why why are they giving the Hines? Okay, here's okay, why are they giving Hines the passing down? Why are they giving when Taylor can do that? It's because there's so much competition. Just give him the stinking here's ball. A, okay, here's here's how you ask the question then. Does Taylor go in your starting lineup right now? No. <laughs> or does he sit until he shows something? He's got to sit, right? He's got to sit unless you're I mean, you not your not flex. I guess with the right, right matchups, you're putting him in the flex. But it's just such a shame. It's the same as CEH. Like, you look at him, he he showed, man, after week one, it's like, oh, here we go. We got another rookie stud on our hands. And just, I think it all comes down to, for a lot of these guys, it seems to be the pass protection. They just can't. They can't handle it, and and I you, wonder you if see because good of the year that we had, up. right? Maybe 
the no preseason, the no yeah. training yeah, camp, yeah, all yeah. of that fundamental stuff. Maybe that really has hurt these rookie running backs. Well, the speed, the, the, the speed, the defensive line and, 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 and tackles and, and, uh, the, you know, the way the defense gets in, the speed is so much different than college yep. for them to pick up a linebacker coming in or the, you know what I mean? Like all the different schemes that NFL teams put into place, that split second difference is the difference between you making a, a block or getting your quarterback blown up. We saw it with DJ Dallas last week with, uh, with Seattle. Uh, Seattle. He almost got Wilson killed. Like you just can't do that. So I think that's the biggest problem with, with these young guys. Is but just, they haven't had the trouble with that. Learn. And then yeah, they got to yeah. get off the field. Yeah. So, so are they going to have the time mid season or is this why we see a lot of these teams still reverting to the veteran dudes? Because of the protection. Yeah, but my point is that Indy has no other veteran. Well, they go to Hines, whatever. They go... Wilkins looked good. Yeah, he did. But I I guess I would probably lean more towards Taylor. I think Le'Veon Bell with um, going to um, KC will probably do a little bit more damage going forward. Then, I was expecting a much better game from yeah, him against the me Jets. Too. You know? Yeah. yeah. I think, but, well, here's what we get. We got teams that have the veterans. The rookies are struggling. We got, like you said, Kansas City goes out and gets Bell. Yeah, but they don't need C, Bell. They don't, C, they, I know, but it, it totally ruins CH, though. Yep. Like, CH did nothing yeah, Before Bell, Bell, it was Darnell Williams going in there on the important passing plays. Darnell Williams is still getting worse. So would you rather have Jonathan and, Taylor or CEH? I think it ha- oh. flip a coin, man. Yeah, well, it's a legitimate question. Give me, give I, me I, Gibson. No, that's not, that's not in the like, question. But and same with Acres is Acres has Henderson and and Brown there, and when they have yeah. the veteran guys, the rookies aren't getting the opportunity. Whereas on teams like Jacksonville and Washington, there's no other options. They have JD. I know, Kissick but that, that's and, not the, the question. Chris is Tom- Ceh or Jonathan Taylor? I think pick, man. Probably. I think I go Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, probably Taylor to those two. I guess. Yeah. See, I think I and I don't. I don't feel good about it. I like I said, I have Taylor on my team, and he he's on my bench until further notice. He's got to prove something because it's uh, it's painful to get three four points out of your supposed yeah, stud like, running back. You look at like for instance your team at the start of the year, right? Like you your team was envied for your running back depth. Yeah, like because you had Ceh, you had Jonathan Taylor, Mac gets hurt. It's like holy crap, Ryan is stacked at running back, and how fantasy football just changes so quickly. Like you go from so much depth to no depth, like in an instant. And I think it's a year for uh, for wide receivers and quarterbacks. I don't think it's a great year for running backs across the board, unless you have you know those those three four top guys and and the ones that haven't got hurt. Every top, yep. every almost, yeah. What half of the top running yep. backs have been yep. hurt all season, right? Like C C H, uh, Chubb, Eckler, um, who else? They've all been out. Well, C- <laughs> Miles C- Sanders. Is that who you meant? Or, or sorry, that, that's who I meant. Was C M C? Not yeah, C- and I see yeah, yeah, yeah. C- Sanders, Sanders, Sanders can go Mostert. We go a lot of guys. Mostert, yeah. exactly. You start rhyming them off. It's like all these top running backs have been hurt. So that's why having even Cook missed a couple mm-hmm. games. So that's why if you have Kamara or or um, or Henry, you know, like you're 
you just have an advantage. So Ryan, I don't mean to step in your toes at all, but with Kittle, no. the news of Kittle getting injured. Hey, let's just go in. Okay, let's just go, go into ahead. it because that's what I'm. I'm at about the right time to get into it. George Kittle uh, broke a bone in his foot. Um, going to be out for the next really? eight, like really eight weeks. He's done for Tape the fantasy up. season, boys. Kittle is gone, and I just wanted to. I know you have a point there, Jordan, but we are now looking at Travis Kelsey and <laughs> nobody. Yeah, Darren Waller, even Mark Andrews, they both had bad games this week. Yep. I mean, if you are the team that has Travis Kelsey, you have an immense advantage this season. You're winning most weeks. Like, I, I, I you're the um, brains behind the operation, but... You break it down, it's not that hard. It's like, man, if you have a guy, a tight end that's getting like 20 points and you have someone else who's getting four in a position that's so valued, especially in like a, a three-wide receiver league or like a, it, you are so far ahead because you are dressing another wide receiver. And at the beginning of the year, who knew? Like everyone's saying, oh, wide receivers, Hayden Hurst. You're talking about Hunter Henry. You're talking about Gronkowski. You're talking about uh, who's the guy from uh, the Rams? I don't even like. Uh, yeah, like you're <laughs> yeah. talking about all these guys that it's like, oh yeah, they're gonna be top five. There's yeah, okay, maybe, but there's still Gasecki. There's no. Yeah. What does top five even mean? It means nothing. It is, no, so well, then there was guys that got got off to a hot start like Johnu Smith, and now it's three weeks in a row of almost nothing. And like you, like called, you, that, you're, you called that exactly last week. as soon as AJ Ryan, Brown came yep. back, Johnu's been yep. nothing. Yep, it's like you have a, it, a list of something and you list of something else, and you you don't see the connection between the two. And Ryan, when you said the minute that AJ Brown came back, this guy has done nothing. It just it, it, it's it's exactly and he right. He was a top. People were talking about him as like a top three, four tight end yeah. <laughs> before well, AJ Brown came back, yeah. and it just it, and even Zach Ertz, it, Zach, <laughs> like, Zach Ertz, he's not even he's dropped. Well, I think he is probably dropped in most leagues. Oh, now. well, he's on IR right now, yeah. So, but I mean, even before that, he was droppable. Uh, Andrews, who was always the consensus yeah. number three tight end, if he doesn't catch a touchdown, he's useless. He does nothing. He's so and they're just not throwing touchdowns. No, the only guy that. Like you said, it's Kelsey, and then Kittle was kind of – he would have been next up, but th- he cannot stay healthy. That dude just – he takes so many big hits. He's always banged up. Honestly, right now next to Kelsey, I may be take TJ Hawkinson. Yeah. TJ Hawkinson and Darren but, Waller are probably right next Okay, next up two and three for me well, at this point. On point right now, who's your top five tight ends? Like uh, top five tight ends. Going forward, obviously Week nine on. Who's your top five tight ends? Kelsey, I have Waller still at number two, okay. and I still believe in Mark Andrews. So I I think I have those three guys as my one, two, three, and I think Hawkinson, and I think probably Gronkowski. I feel good about at number five. Where you could draft in this, where everyone was saying like. The, the tight ends is going to be so deep and you have to Hayden Hurst. And like, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> the pre-draft. Yeah. The pre-draft is just, is so it, it, meaningless. This tight now. end where you have to dress mo- in most leagues, it's one position. It's just mind boggling to me that we're talking about Hawkinson. 
We're talking about shots in the dart that are... At least we're all in the same boat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know that, what I mean? That, that, like besides, besides the one dude in your team or dudette in your league that has Kelsey... Everybody else is is hoping for a touchdown, <laughs> yeah. right? Andrews, and, and the, like Andrews, and, who was like a top. You're reaching for Andrews to get that connection, yeah. And it's not even I there think anymore. Honestly, no, Andrews to me probably drops to three or four. You got Kelsey, and then to me, it's just after Kelsey, I put those four together that you said, right? Andrews, Waller, Hawkinson, and and Gronk is just. I think Brady's starting to just feed him again, and Gronk's starting to feel it a bit. You have those four next, and then it's just. Even whatever, like maybe Jared Cook, you throw in hoping to get a touchdown. Jared Cook's, Again, I think, I I think Jared Cook's thriving because of the New Orleans passing. Nobody else situation. there, dude. Yeah. I think yeah. it's a it's a position where there might be a guy that breaks out, kind of like Higby last year, that won a lot of people a championship. And I think more than ever, you've got to watch these tight ends down this home stretch of the season. Because there might be a guy that kind of just is showing something that he's he's going to be special, and Tanyan. If you're not ready, that's my guy. He'll be on somebody else's team. I honestly think that's T.J. Hawkinson. Like, really? Could especially be. if Galladay's out for a bit. Oh yeah. They say yeah, yeah, yeah. he could be out for a couple of weeks. He hip slash groin something going on there. <laughs> if, if Kenny G's out, I yeah. like Hawk a lot. Like we're we're talking a huge. Awesome pedigree coming in the league. First round pick. He was a monster. He was good last year until he got hurt. And he's showing that he can get it done. I like Hawk a lot. Um, and then, so in St. Or, sorry, in, uh, with the Rams there, Cooper Cup, is they, he hurt his wrist. And they said he could have a broken wrist. They're still, oh, still really? waiting on some x-rays and stuff. If Cooper Cup's out, do we see a reemergence of Higby? Or is it Gerald Everett? Like, could that be the guy? Could it be Higby no, again? No. I think they has always, he done they, anything with Everett yeah. there. They always wanted Everett. That they one always game. wanted Everett to be their tight end. They have always wanted this whole uh, Rams offense is disgusting. Like they're there is they it's lost working. To the, is it? They lost to the Dolphins. Well, Go- okay. Goff looked. Goff is yeah. not. The, we'll take this week out of it. Yeah, no, it's not. This week this was week. bad. They 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 have looked. I dressed golf in a, a dire situation, and I wish I never did it. I wish I dressed nobody. <laughs> like it, it the was problem with the Rams offense is even if even if they're scoring points in real life football, they're so fluid with their players now that you're you're not going to pick the right one. Whether I it's felt the fluid back or the sitting tight on end the can or the watching the Rams. <laughs> Like it was disgusting. Like I, I will never like the Rams offense to me. Yeah, say what you want, right? Robert Woods is maybe the one guy's been consistent. Ah, he's always whatever. been consistent. Yeah, he's he's pretty consistent. He's got a pretty low. Floor. Remember him with the Bills. Bills had yep. a lot of good wide receivers. I should have kept back in the day. And speaking of the Bills, hey. uh, is <laughs> is yep. go ahead, Rye. Nope. Is, no, is, I, is uh is Allen coming back down to earth? Is that what you're about to say? What about Zach Moss? The Bills. Oh, Zach Moss looked good too. Hey, there's there's a rookie take, that was, back we didn't talk. It's hard about. to judge. It's hard to judge that game because the weather was so crappy there. Th- there was a there was a lot of crappy weather. Like it was the same with the Cleveland Raiders game. It was just miserable. And, I love the uh, Cleveland Raiders. <laughs> I was going to love that. Game. Sorry. Yeah, the Browns. Yeah, the Raiders Browns game. Raiders. You know what I'm talking about. We haven't yeah, talked was, about there was the a whole Broncos. 
Hey, we talk about the Broncos every week. Are man. you Come kidding on. me? This was <laughs> hey, a no, they, grats though. They pulled out the they pulled out. All right, let's go back Chargers. to the Cleveland Raiders. That was a, that was actually a great that was a great win. Having having uh Philip Lindsay back just changes. How the is whole he not the starting he's, running he's back part of that team? Oh, I think he is Jordan. Robbie. I think you is. just let Jordan go into a Broncos rant. Oh, Here we go. <laughs> we have to get one in. Thank you. All I'm right. dead. We're gonna we're gonna wrap it up at that. Um, look forward to watching the game now. The old Bucks taking on the Giants, and uh, next week should be fun as well. Thank you, Rob. Thank you, Jordan. Seventeen. See if I'm right. Forty-eight seventeen bucks. No. Forty-eight seventeen bucks. <laughs> no, that's what I'm calling. <laughs> By the time I listen to this, I'm like, is it already? <laughs> it's already just kickoff. <laughs> All right. Screwed. We'll see everybody uh, next right. week. Uh, join us and uh, subscribe to the podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Reality FFP. All right, everybody. Take care. Thanks. Enjoy the game.